evening, everyone. This will probably be a, a brief talk tonight, um, but I think it's an, an important one. And um, this is probably one of the best Zen teachings that you will ever hear. Uh, has more wisdom in it than any of the Buddhas have ever preached before or the founding teachers. And it's all about um, cleaning. Mm -hmm. And cleaning as a practice. And um, a book that I'd recommend you read. It's a very lovely little book that Sean, who's one of the people who come here, comes to session, gave me. A Monk's Guide to a Clean House and Mind. And uh, let me read to you a little bit just to get an idea of it. But as a background, um, when you live in a Zen temple, um, as I had, had done for a year in Japan, um, every day um, after you do meditation in the morning, the first thing you do is cleaning at the summer for about oh, an hour, two hours. And when we do session, we also, a lot of our... our um, work period is around um, cleaning and uh, when you go into a Zen temple in Japan this, it's such an um, uplifting kind of experience because everything has been polished and cleaned just so finely and over years and years and centuries you know so it's got a kind of a, a lovely worn um, look to it. But the, um, the monk who's in the introduction to this says, um, A monk's day begins with cleaning. We sweep the temple grounds and gardens and polish the main temple hall. We don't do this because it's dirty or messy. We do it to eliminate the gloom in our hearts. When you visit a temple, you feel a blissful tension in the tranquil space. The gardens are well tended and spotless without a single leaf on the ground. Inside the main temple hall, you naturally sit tall and feel alert. These things serve to calm the mind. We sweep dust to remove our worldly desires. We scrub dirt to free ourselves of attachment. The time we spend carefully cleaning out every nook and cranny of the temple grounds is extremely fulfilling. We live simply and take time to contemplate the self mindfully living each moment. It's not just monks who need to live this way. Everyone in today's busy world needs to do it. And um, one of the things he mentions here as well, which would be just wonderful to bring into Australian schools, but in Japanese schools, the children clean the classroom as the first thing they do every day. Imagine if they brought that into Australian schools. Well, that would be an amazing thing. Huh? And because uh, it gives a sense of pride and ownership, you know, in things and in, and in objects. I mean, the unions would never let us do it here because of people out of work. But what a wonderful thing that would be, be to introduce that into schools. You clean the place before you actually do anything else. And um, it, by doing that, children or adults doing it learn to develop a real appreciation for objects. And there's a saying in, in Zen, if you don't learn to appreciate objects, you don't really learn to appreciate people. You know, you're just sort of indifferent to things. Um, from personal experience, as you know, Diana and I are, are, are 
cleaning up a home that we used to live in to, to sell. And both Dinah and I have been involved in a lot of cleaning at the moment. And so just from the personal experience of doing that last weekend and even today too, it reminds me again of how um, fulfilling it is, what a kind of joyful experience it brings to you when you really just put your heart and soul into cleaning something. And it's very different where you do it from, oh, it's so messy, I've got to get out of the way, you know, and it's sort of rushed and, and, um, and it's a kind of an irritating thing to do. Um, but as a, they say in Zen, you, you just mindfully, slowly enjoy the process and get involved 100% in the process of cleaning and it's cultivating the mind. It's, it's such an important Zen practice. It's, such, it's just the simplest thing in the world like sitting. There's nothing complicated about it at all. But to, to really mindfully put your heart into cleaning things every day would be, in my mind, better than reading 100 sutras. Cluttering up your mind with thousands of words. Mm -hmm. And if you get involved in that process, it's a very, very um, joyful, um, fulfilling experience and tiring experience at the same time. I notice on boats too, whenever I spend a day cleaning my boat stem to stem it's the same experience like I just go home feeling really happy and um, in terms of maritime um, practices too um, on tall ships that I've sailed on the same thing happens like in Zen temples after you have breakfast clear away things and you clean the whole ship you, know, you scrub the decks swap the decks clean everything down every, everything out and, and everything's fresh for one day. Now, they probably got into a tradition of doing that for hygiene reasons, do you know, but it's also something which kind of um, purifies the mind as well. Which brings me into the word purifying, do you know, and purifying as part of the practice of Zen. Now, it sounds like a rather old-fashioned kind of word, word that's got a lot of religious connotations to it and um, um, and often in, in various terms it's kind of associated with not having sexual thoughts or something like that um, but we don't mean it that way in, in practice what it's to have a pure mind and a pure heart in sin and to cultivate that is to have a mind which is free from the clogging up of concepts mm. and you'll often see um, or read of Zen teachers in their commentaries on koans, do you know that this koan cleans the grime away from the mind? They're not talking about dirty thoughts or anything, they're talking about thoughts generally, right? good and bad, pure and impure, all of that all gets cleansed away. And so the act of cleaning is the external act of actually polishing something up. Um, but it's also, the, it's also the act of purifying the mind as well because you're just engaged fully in that one experience. Mm -hmm. And um, so starting with myself, I encourage all of you to, uh, to uh, do cleaning as a practice. And, it, and if possible, if it's possible, like in a Zen temple, the best time to do it's in the morning. You kind of do it when you're energetic and you're fresh and and, um, and a 
it, it starts your day off in a wonderful day, way. Um, it brings back memories of when I was in Japan. We used to go out to a, um, a temple in the countryside just outside of Kyoto every few days. And it was a temple which had been there for several centuries, an old wooden temple. And uh, our job was to clean the, the meditation hall out each time. And it was always a really wonderful experience. And they do it in a very energetic, there's a particular way you do it, which is very energetic, where you get a bucket and uh, a cloth and uh, in warm water, and they only use water. You know, there's no detergents or anything. And it's a polished wooden floor. And you have it like that, bending over, and you run down rapidly down one end and turn around and rapidly up the other. So everyone's doing this together. So it's a very energetic kind of experience to do. And this has been done over days and months and years and centuries until those floorboards are kind of worn um, with, the, with being polished in this way. And it's just such a wonderful environment to go into and to realise that, that that temple's being cared for um, as a, you know, as a venerable place for so long. So, like I said, it's, it's a very, very simple teaching, but you find um, the best Zen practice is in these simple teachings of everyday life. Um, it's great to read books and sutras. They, they, they can challenge the intellect and point us in the right direction. But if you know, if you know the, the, the sutra is inside out and you've got a great scholastic understanding of Buddhism, um, it's a really poor teaching compared to just cleaning something with all of your heart. Mm. Recommend you read the book. It's very simple. Just tell, it just tells you how to clean the temple and you apply it to how you clean your life and the different cleaning utensils and the clothes you wear and the spirit of it and so on. Good reading. Good practice.